0: Welcome to Table Flipping. I'm actress Taylor Mishak.
1: And I'm writer Alyssa Littman. Join us as we sit down with guests to unpack how the fascinating, messy women of reality TV have shaped our lives.
0: And of course, dish about Bravo, The Bachelor, and everything in between. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.
1: Wow, she is singing happy birthday basically to herself, which is a real like veteran move that I love. I think that's really great, (laughs) guys. Everyone, Taylor's birthday was this week. How was your quarantine birthday?
0: My quarantine birthday was cute. It was lovely. It started off bright and early with Mike and Alyssa coming and dropping off lattes and pastries at my house, you guys, and a treat for Fredo. Oh. My and he God. was just so out of his mind, excited to see you guys. He was like seizing. It was so cute.
1: It was very cute. He and zoomed down your stairs out the front door and then he was like, "I think I like you guys. You have masks on, but I think I've seen you before. I smell <laughs> yeah. you." And then we were like, "Guess what, bitch? We got a treat." And he was like, "What?" And he like took the treat like under your house.
0: Yes. <laughs> and, and we were commenting on that's very out of character for him. Like normally when he's overwhelmed, he's like not food motivated at all and people have tried to give him treats before and he lets it drop on the ground and it's uncomfortable so the fact that he like ran over and started i was like this is so cute he took it so So, that's how you know
1: he's such a good dog because he's he was very excited but then he took it so gentle from your hand yeah he didn't he didn't tease you or anything at all and i was like he's such a good boy anyway
0: (laughs) i also had to torture the two of you guys by asking for real milk in my latte which was a whole nother level of of something hilarious a, a we're so <laughs>
1: anti-dairy like i can't even imagine like i'll eat cheese and stuff as a as a treat but it definitely has consequences and like just ordering a full-blown milk latte is like i
0: feel like you're just hazing me honestly <laughs> it, it really was well I, in my mind too i was like oh my it sounded so great you guys offered to bring coffee and i was like oh my god anything not out of my kitchen sounds so like gourmet and amazing right now i was so excited and then I thought, well, it's a special occasion. It's my birthday. I should have milk. And then I remembered you guys were getting it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get fucking whole milk, baby. Make them order it. <laughs> and it was amazing. I uh, I watched Galaxy Quest, which I told you that was my birthday pick. And wow, haven't seen that movie in years. And it is so funny. <laughs> wow. I, I really enjoyed it. Was I incredibly high? Yes, but it was <laughs> really, really, really good. So funny. I got an air fryer from the Yacendas, and that is really, it's changed my life already. Um, been very exciting. An air fryer is something I've wanted for so long, and then every time I went to shop for it, there was too many recommendations and too many options, and I got stressed out, and I would back out, and I just wouldn't do it. So it was such a wonderful gift. But I also was waiting for my my final and kind of like most important gift, which is going to be you singing me. The Melania birthday song on the oh,
1: podcast. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure, I'll, wait. Yeah, I'll
0: do it. <laughs> I want you to count all the way up to twenty nine.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> all right, we got to look this up. Maybe this is an Instagram video because I don't remember the whole thing. Anyway, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you
0: could do you could do an Instagram video for me. It's fine. <laughs> I'll let you know that it starts with first you were one, then you were two. <laughs> oh, you three. mean the Gia video.
1: The Gia. Yeah. Like... For, isn't that for Melania's birthday? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember.
0: I don't remember. Okay. Shame on I'll you. give you time okay. to study. I'll give you time okay, to study. Okay, okay. It's a really great birthday song. I think the fact that Real Housewives of New Jersey came back on my birthday was a great sign. Yeah, that was nice. It's going to be a good year. I will also say, did you know that there is a former Real Housewives of Beverly Hills that shares my birthday? Who is
1: it? Is it Yolanda.
0: It's Denise. Oh it's wow! Denise you guys have the same agent and the same birthday. I love same agent, same birthday, and then a former, not a fan of her uh, Vanderpump Rules cast member who also has my birthday. Is it?
1: Oh, I don't know. Laura it's Lee, Kristen no. <laughs> Doty, <laughs> Laura Lee. Wait, Thank let's you. not lie. We were a fan of Kristen. Like she was yeah. good the show. She's just like a bad person. <laughs>
0: Like, yeah, that's, that's why I said former, but not yeah, a yeah, fan yeah. of, but former cast member. Gotcha, so gotcha, didn't gotcha. know that. I just uh, found those out. My sister-in-law sent me the Kristen Doty one and was like, look, you're twins.
1: Ugh, um, I have the same birthday
0: as Mike Pence, so it's like kind of the same thing. Shut
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> this is a mess. My guesses are very bad. I have like no, I have no idea. I'm just throwing <laughs> names out there. But yeah, it's that's it's very unfortunate for me.
0: Oh, well, enough about me and my birthday uh, until you send me these videos and we post them on the Instagram. That's the only thing that sucks about. I mean, there's many things that suck about a quarantine birthday, but it I it, like I was one of those obnoxious girls who made the month my birthday month and you just like can't do that anymore if you're just alone on your birthday.
1: Yeah, I'm like that too. I will say you did like a really good job for me this year making it feel like my birthday in your backyard Aww. and you like got all these decorations and everything, but that was before like everyone was dropping dead in Los Angeles and so mm-hmm. I would have done the same thing for you but I was like mm, there's no room in the hospital for us. So I'm so sorry no, that's no, my gift you to made you. You
0: feel very special. I had and I got I got a lot of fun faced. It was great. It was still a wonderful birthday. Um, it's also ironic that last year, my birthday party, I was like, you know what would be cute? A picnic. Wouldn't that be different? So I had like an outdoor birthday last year thinking that it was like cute and novel uh, a month before everybody had to do everything outside.
1: Yeah, it was like and then we went to Buffalo Wild Wings and I legit think back on that. Like if I was going to get COVID, that was the number one place I was going to get COVID because it was like 10 days before the NBA shut down or something. And I was like, holy fuck, we risked our lives at Buffalo Wild Wings for fucking Taylor's birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway,
0: Uh, that's my brand. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, speaking of people going to restaurants, you sent me a story about Claire and Dale having dinner and how funny is that?
1: (laughs) It's really funny. I don't know what to make of it. I guess they've been spotted like several times, uh, possibly getting back together. I don't know. I
0: feel like it's just like a stay tuned, but it's hilarious. (laughs) It's so funny. It also is. It it makes me question so much. What is the fuck is going on with Dale? I would do so much to have like a five minute conversation with Dale. I and mean, try to figure his shit out.
1: He just wants to be famous, right? Like he didn't mm-hmm. spend enough time on The Bachelor for anyone to really like him on his own. So right. his only way to stay, you know, in the headlines is to hang out with Claire. Or date someone else who's worth talking about. Like, no one's going to talk about him just, like, fucking around with hot girls, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And to your point, he wasn't on the show long enough for anybody to get to like it. I don't know a fucking thing about him so i don't i just don't have an opinion other than i had felt bad because i thought he got swept up and then i started to hate him because i thought he was a cheater and now i don't know what i feel because i'm realizing i just don't i just don't know you did. the only thing i know Uh,
1: about him is that he was a halloween costume model because you called him that on the podcast and i think it's so funny it's like the
0: worst possible type of model you could be (laughs) um but yeah we'll see So we'll see what goes on with that. Uh, Did you for The Bachelor this week, did it make you feel less stupid than last week? I was curious. Uh, Yeah,
1: I feel like they did a better job. I'm mad because Abigail just sort of like decimated our brackets. Uh, Yeah.
0: And I
1: think that means Alex Franklin is pulling ahead because she did not have Abigail top two like the rest of us did. Yeah, Um, I think
0: so. I'll have to do an update today on the Instagram following the very long video you post of my birthday song. I will (laughs) will do a video updating our bracket scores. (laughs) Okay, perfect, perfect. Um, Yeah, we got into some weird
1: shit this week. I mean, I think the thing that stuck out to me most is, like, Kit's, you know, (laughs) timeline for her goals. And also just, like, knowing that Kit is a baby and she's 21 and she's still in college. It's wild to me. It's also, like... I think once you leave school, your like time starts to fly by like much faster because you're not it's not mm-hmm. such a big like, OK, and then next year I'll be a sophomore. And then the year after that, I have to do all these things for that year whatever. It's like, oh, wow, I have just been sort of working and tired for five years now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there's nothing
0: that marks up the years anymore. <laughs> yeah. And so like spiral.
1: hearing Kit be like, "I, you're going to have to like wait for me. I'm on a longer timeline, and I'm like, honey, men love nothing more than to wait to have children. <laughs> like,
0: what oh, are you? Oh, he laughed in her face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His weird, weird, weird Matt James laugh that always sounds like he's practicing laughing, where he's like, ha, 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 ha. And I I just couldn't help but think that that, as honest as she was being about like what her timeline might be, I feel like Kit was just begging to be sent home. Oh, yeah. She... Was shocked. No one was more shocked. And I was shook that she made it this far than her. Yeah. She just was looking around like, I do not understand how I'm talking about potentially doing hometowns, right? Like, everybody has to think this is bananas for me to be. She's, she's like, just- you
1: do realize, like, Cynthia Rowley is my mom. Like, she's not going to come on the show. she's not
0: doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, she is not coming to Nemo Colon, honey. No way. And I feel like this is not an unfamiliar, like, trope that we've seen in this stage where – This is kind of the point where right before Hometowns, someone does kind of speak up and is like, I got to be honest, like this is I'm just like not that into it. And I think that the the women this week, I think it was Serena P and Kit. I frankly don't think Serena P is that into him. And I know she wasn't also into the yoga, but I just don't think that she's into him. They you you I wish that they would just be like, I got it. I got to bow out. I'm not as into this. And we got to see Kit do it, which was great. But it's uh, it's either that or the opposite, which is like what we start to see happen to Piper, where you're just like so consumed with needing to get to hometowns and needing to win. I say all of this knowing that I am so competitive and I think you are the same. I think we would be drinking the Kool-Aid by this point. I think you and I would be like, I have got to get him to meet my family.
1: I would fully be Piper. Like, I would be like, that bitch walked in on my time. And it's like, well, Piper, he doesn't like you. Like, that's why that happened to you. If he did like you, he'd be like, please give me a minute. You know, I mean, it's very, like, self-explanatory. But I would be like, if only I had been treated fair, you know. (laughs) Anyway, <laughs> that's sort of my whole personality, if only I had been fair, to be honest. There's not much more to it than that. I do also want to shout out um, Kit's $310 Gucci tights she was wearing in this scene.
0: Oh, that stresses me out to no end. <laughs> Have you ever put on a pair of tights that don't rip?
1: No. Ever. Like, they're
0: like immediately in the trash after you wear yeah. them. Yeah. There's I just couldn't I can't I will I will like get the fucking eight dollar ones from Forever Twenty One and immediately be like, I I don't deserve to have money. I'm irresponsible. I just burn eight dollars. <laughs> like I like the idea of three hundred dollar Gucci tights, can't handle it. But uh I think that she really nailed and should teach a master class on like how to Take your fame, go on The Bachelor, and snowball it into a bigger Instagram presence, so that you don't ever have to work a day in your life again, even though you never did in the first place. That's what she's doing, Kit. I started a really run- like long run on sentence and forgot how it even started, but I just <laughs> think that Kit did a great job. At yeah, we like know who she is now. for doing nothing. Yeah, and she'll get to continue to do nothing. Good for you, girl. And your fucking $300 tights. Oh, my God. Um, I also, I can't, I'm not going to be able to let this go. Serena P on her date where she just looked like she wasn't having that fun of a time as she was like, be- she's so beautiful. Her hands were sweaty. She told him her hands were sweaty and he went mm, and kept rubbing them. And Ew. the camera zoomed in on it. Ew. And I threw up in my mouth a little bit. And I was like, this is not, this is, this is not good. I don't think this is good TV. I just kind to want to bow out. And I was really surprised when she also didn't say, hey, I don't, I'm just like not feeling it. But maybe she, maybe she is and I just can't see it. Maybe she's just got her walls up. What do you think? Do you think she's into him?
1: <sighs> I feel like she's not. And I feel like it's making him more into her, which is kind of frustrating. It's like a Cassie situation. Um, oh,
0: yeah. Good ref. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know. We'll see. He seems to like to chase her because I feel like he can tell that, you know, it's not just about not wanting to do like sexy yoga. Um, mm-hmm. But he seems to be desperate to like make it work for some reason. So we'll see.
0: Yeah. Oh, and how heartbreaking and painful was Bree saying she resigned from her job? I mean, I
1: was thinking like, what do you – I don't know. I look, I get it, but it's also like you're going to get so many job opportunities after this. Like you're going to get paid yeah. to sh- sell sh- shit on Instagram and like I would feel really bad if she was, you know, eliminated so early that we didn't know who she was and she quit her job because like she just had to. I'm also like what kind of company like doesn't want a person who made it very far on The Bachelor to continue working there? That seems
0: I yeah, there's definitely a lot of questions. You raise a good point in that there's so many women who just quit their jobs from the get go and then are eliminated night one or like week one and that sucks. It was just, it seemed so, like, there was, like, an ultimatum that they gave her. Yeah. It felt like she was, like, I've reached the point where now I had to either stay or quit my job, and I, like, decided to quit my job. (laughs) I was, like, I would have paid so much money to be in Matt's head when he heard that, because his face was so painfully expressionless as this, like, oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, I, if I'm Matt,
1: like, I probably wouldn't have told him that if I'm her, you know? Like, that's a Mm. lot of pressure on somebody, and he's. Thinking clearly, like, oh, fuck, now I have to marry you,
0: basically. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's – yeah, 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 yeah. It was just a – it was an awkward episode for me. I feel like there was a lot of breakups. The Abigail thing really broke my heart. I think it was so sad when she left and was like, I guess I'm just the girl that makes guys realize what they want next. And I was like, ooh, if you're making a play for Bachelorette, I don't know how you could do better than that.
1: I know. I Um, really hope it's her. I don't know. I know we're hearing Katie rumors, but I would – I feel – I feel like I would like Abigail more, but also mm-hmm. I understand that Katie will probably be more infuriating to watch, and therefore maybe a better season. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So I also struggle. I think this is like a weird thing to say, but I, I, I have a tough time with both of their like sex appeal, which is funny because Katie was like so sex yes. positive, but they're just in in terms of their vibe both of these girls just seem so much so like very i don't know no i agree i agree with you you know what i mean i don't know how else to say i think they both probably totally smash but in terms of the sex appeal being the bachelorette i don't i wonder if that it factor is a little lacking but yeah we'll see we'll see okay Um, Mm -hmm. um what are we talking about next what's next
1: should we do 90 day
0: Yes. Okay. All right. Let's get into this. (laughs) Jovi's Uh, dad. (laughs) Jovi's dad needs to be canceled. Jovi's dad was so infuriating. Jovi's dad meets Yara, you guys, and immediately tells her that the way that she dresses, because he's seen it on Instagram, Is going to be dangerous for her in New Orleans and she should change up her shit and maybe dress differently because she's asking for something. And Yara's like, I don't give a fuck expressionless like Ukrainian reaction was everything to me. She was like, "Mm, I, I just don't, I don't compute this. Like, she also has like the ultimate
1: trump card because they don't know she's pregnant. So she's just like, oh, you're slut shaming your son's pregnant girlfriend. (laughs) Like, it's a bad look for you.
0: it's also the the pictures that they that they cite are so amazing. She's like, "Oh, I'm sorry I was wearing a bikini on the beach, Jovi's dad." I guess I deserve to be barfed on in New Orleans. Like, what do you I, I think she's honestly a very fashionable gal and I think she's hot shit and it's so annoying to within 30 seconds to see this shitty dad just like try to slut-shame her and try to like just ruin her. And she is rising above it all. Also, it's very fair, I think. I think New Orleans is a really cool city. It's very fair, and Jovi sort of touched on this, to be like, hey, she's having a little bit of culture shock. This is a weird fucking place. Like, to come to America and go straight to the bayou when you came from a city is a, is a little, it's a big transition, so I'm, t- I'm team Yara. She's I like was kind having, of a bitch, but I'm team Yara.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was having culture shock watch, watching them suck the brains out of those crawfish on a fold-out table. Like, yeah. I, what the fuck? <laughs> I, okay, I understand what like a, you know, crawfish boil or crab boil or whatever is, but like <laughs> to see the juices just like running straight off of this you know, like arts and crafts table in the backyard and they're just standing around like talking about what a whore Jovi's girlfriend is. Like, I just can't. That was like definite culture shock for me.
0: And it was implied that he put a bunch of those crawfish daddy long leg things into a (laughs) Ziploc bag and then brought it back to his pregnant girlfriend. and She was like, you didn't that's disgusting. I obviously don't want that. and I was i I wanted her to say she was like, "You know, I don't like seafood." And I wanted to be like, honey, that is they literally called them like red bugs earlier. Yeah. like they called them mud bugs, mud bugs. like you could Ugh. say, I don't want fucking mud bugs. You could have offered me anything else on your way home knowing that your pregnant girlfriend was there and was waiting for you to come back any other foot and he was so mean to her. And it is, yeah, so fucking gross to bring I do stand you by mud bugs.
1: My theory that this whole show is just the the prequel to murders.
0: <laughs> like <Yes>. when
1: <laughs> like when Yara was like, "Oh, I would love to go live in Budapest with uh Jovi because it's closer to my mom." His parents looked at each other like, "Oh, we're going to have to kill her." Like so unfortunately. Yes! <laughs> like yes! it's, it makes me so scared for all of these people in every circumstance.
0: It's so frustrating to see like what trash we Americans are on this show to watch like this family from Louisiana be like, she's doing nothing to become like us while absolutely obliterating everything about like her family, where she's coming from, what she would like to be eating, like how she dresses. And they're like, why don't you like mud bugs? She's different. And you're like, that's so, you're making no effort to make this girl, like, feel good at all. And it's just, it's so, and they're like, go into another country. That idea is terrible. It's like, get the fuck out of here, you guys. What else this show is so good at is the whiplash of you think you're rooting for someone or you think you're going to hate someone. And 30 seconds later, you're like, get away from him. Ziad and Rebecca's dinner in this episode was just the chef's kiss of a 90-day fiancé scene because we see Rebecca's daughter brings a friend, like a young, hot friend, to this dinner because they keep making Ziad go to these dinners. And it looks like they're all having a fun time. They're, like, laughing. They're all trying to bond with Ziad. And they start asking him certainly extremely ignorant questions about Tunisia, just, like, the most dumb things. And we see Rebecca start to, like, get a little prickly. And as we're watching, Tony's like, oh, Rebecca's getting upset because they're, like, totally tokenizing him being, like, from a different country. <laughs> and they're, oh, like, totally. Tony. <laughs> they're just being so rude to Zed and, like, not respecting his culture. And they're making, and she doesn't want him to feel bad. And I was like, oh, no, honey, watch for 30 more seconds. And suddenly it becomes clear that Rebecca, in front of everyone, thinks that the young hot blonde is hitting on Zed. And also, the biggest fault... Is that rebecca thinks he's hitting on her back and it's like rebecca honey he don't know what the hell is going on there is no way See, <laughs> is like flirting with this girl he's trying so desperately and doing a pretty good job at like just interpreting their dumb questions to for him at that point to handle like the nuance and like all the idiosyncrasies of like flirting with this girl is like beyond what this guy is dealing with right now he's got a lot on his fucking plate and then she's just rips him apart thinking that he's flirting with this other girl. And man, I've, I come around on Zed? I love Zed so much. I think he's scamming Rebecca, but I think at this point, Rebecca deserves it, man. I really do. It's so funny uh. to be
1: like, ugh, he's so, he's controlling. And then watching them at like one gathering with friends. And I'm like, wait a second, she's controlling. Yes! <laughs> like I, when I saw that, you know, like the way that they filmed this is tipping us off so much because it's like oh this random girl that we've never heard of before that has no relation to the family is suddenly getting like a single close-up shot of her like blonde hair and her like pretty good Mm -hmm. makeup and you're like oh this is (laughs) this is telling me everything I need to know like the way that they're filming this girl and Rebecca just being to him like she's trying to give you a truck
0: to move do you want that it's like wait to be subtle rebecca <laughs> do you hear what she's saying zied she wants to help you move are you gonna let this girl you help you move in front of her <laughs> in front of her calling her this girl I was like oh my god I my organs are so tight right now I can't stand this when couples fight like this in front of everyone and it's she was like I also I can't help but notice when I look around this table I'm the only one in my age group I'm like yeah, yeah bitch, no shit
1: no shit <laughs> yeah I don't know I also kind of think that some guys and maybe this is giving I don't know this is probably the wrong thing to say but like some guys, I think, genuinely don't understand that girls are hitting on them. And they could literally be, like, putting their dick into a girl and be like, oh, I guess she likes me.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, you know, No, like- 100%. And, and that's also part of what I'm saying. There's no – I just don't – he was just trying to be – have fun and was, like, laughing with everybody for the first time probably ever in America. Because all he's been doing is sitting in their empty loft and watching TV. And I just don't think that he was doing anything wrong. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. Good. I loved the flip. <laughs> it was it was very funny. Love the flip. Uh I'm shocked I'm still watching Mike and Natalie. I really need I really need her to go. I will say like we're talking about Mike is is shitty. Mike is starting to suck as well. And I'm I'm overwatching both of them. I used to like really want to protect Mike. And like I thought especially when I mean, Natalie was like calling him fat and stupid and said he needed to go to more museums. I was like, no, I love Mike. But now this guy is also an asshole. He's asking for it. And they're not They're They both need to shit or get off the pot. Uh, yeah, it's uh, just
1: a situation where they just like don't, they shouldn't be together, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was also very stressed out by the hairdresser's half shaved head. Oh my God. Uh, and her being like, should we
1: go on a date? I was like, whoa, yes! what's happening? This is coming out of <laughs> nowhere. Why are you, I don't, I don't approve of this. Like, don't talk to her about your relationship. Like, it was very crazy.
0: Yeah, too much. And the last thing I'll say in 90 Day is I thought that the scene. With uh, Tarek FaceTiming with the two children was like very sweet and showing, uh, I think his name is Harry, how to do jumping jacks so yeah. he can like exercise inside was so surprisingly sweet and was just a moment where I was like really caught off guard by being like touched by 90 Day Fiance because that is few and far between. Also, Julia, if you're out there, we hope you're okay because we haven't seen you on the farm in weeks and I'm stressed. Yeah. <laughs> uh- <laughs> You just want to be BFFs with Julia, and I'm here for I it. do. I want to be friends with Julia. And don't you want to go dancing with her? Like, when we go dancing, I want to go dancing with Julia. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think that she's just darling, and I hope that she is OK. Um, <laughs> OK, my, could we talk about my birthday gift that is the premiere of Real Housewives of New Jersey?
1: Yeah, but you're going to have to do every accent for us, because that's the best <laughs> part of the show being back, is you just, like, no! doing Dolores Catania, honestly.
0: I need to warm up. I need to get into it. I I can't. I can't. I also speaking of Dolores, though, I've said this to you. I will never not want to be Dolores and Frank. And that says something wrong about me. Like what is broken inside (laughs) of me that I see this like highly functioning divorced couple that just, like, get along and have a great time and live together. And, like, I I want that. I want that for my life. I idolize this bizarre family structure. She has, like, her doctor boyfriend who lives in a different house that she built, but she doesn't live in. And then her son goes and he stays there. Her son is a carbon copy of Frank, her fucking first husband. And all the while, she's like, I'm getting butt lifts. I'm doing this. I'm looking amazing. She looks stunning. I... I would do anything to be Dolores Catania.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, oh. I think she looks amazing. Um, I love her whole vibe. There's just something about all the Jersey housewives that feel – so familiar like a movie but they're so foreign like I can't relate to the way that their life and their beliefs and their their whole world is like Dolores yes. is like an old school Italian lady and her dad's like a cop in like Patterson New Jersey and I feel like she has physically fought the mob in person like herself and I love it mm-hmm. but I have no point of reference for what that's like um <laughs> but yeah she's gorgeous and uh, she deserves all the men that she wants to string along. And uh, I'll never forget one one episode where you did an impression of her saying, "These dolphins are they gonna kiss me?
0: Yeah. <laughs> These dolphins, <laughs> they gonna kiss me or what? These dolphins." No, okay, she's her. She's a whole vibe. Also, wait, one last question about Dolores. Yes. What do we think about David? David, as she calls him. Uh, not being pro-elective surgery, so therefore being mean to her post her butt lift. Is he a doctor? He's a doctor. So, he's okay, doctor.
1: maybe he's seen, like, one too many things go wrong. You know, I don't know. I think it sucks. I think he sucks. I don't know why she has him around. It doesn't really make any sense. She looks hot. She even looks I hot don't... with her, like, scars on the side. You know, I think yeah. it's great.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I I was really trying to wrap my brain around that argue because i could see if you don't want if you have a loved one and you don't want them to go into elective surgery yeah because you think it's it's dangerous and you're scared but then after the fact to be like i'm not talking to you about it it's just like you're just being a party pooper at that point it's your girlfriend getting a butt lift guy don't be such a fucking party pooper
1: yeah who do you think she's lifting it for
0: Who do you think she's lifting it for? Come on. Maybe Frank.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, maybe Frank. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm unclear if like David and Dolores have ever had sex, but that's okay. Whatever she wants to do, I'm here for it because I love her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, I need to know what your logic about this uh, Jackie-Teresa feud is because the internet is very much divided and then I'll tell you what I think about it.
0: Okay, I'm scared, I'm scared, but I do wanna say that I think I hate Jackie. I don't like Jackie. She stresses me out, I don't think she fits in. I also think that Teresa came in, guns a blazing to the very first event of the season, ready to take Jackie down and didn't do it with enough of a plan or enough tact. So when she gave Jackie all of the tools to vilify her and win in a debate, which I kind of think that she did in this argument, she's like listen you came to my husband's party you told everybody that he cheats on me you tried to you tried to speak ill of my husband and my marriage like you can't do that Teresa you just can't I just need you to admit that it was a lie and you were doing it to get back at me and I just and I think Teresa really really fucked up oh my god I'm scared I think it's so funny that it's probably scarier <laughs> for you if I say nothing than if I'm like actively disagreeing with I, you <laughs> yeah, this Truly, that one second of silence felt like 72 years to me. I was like, no, (laughs) I winced away from my microphone. I was like,
1: okay, look, all reasonable thoughts, right? And I fully acknowledge that, like, I am uh, unwell and I stand Teresa no matter what she does. It's probably my most toxic trait. I think she's a fucking genius. So (laughs) here's what I love Teresa comes in, purposefully makes a mess because she's. She thrives in these situations, right? She's also mm-hmm. an excellent producer, much like a Bethany Frankel. That's why she's been on the franchise for so long. She brings mm-hmm. up something that's like gives her enough like plausible deniability to say, like, "Well, it's a rumor I heard. Wouldn't you want to hear it?" Which is reasonable, even though it's like crazy, and we see through that bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. And then she proceeds to let Jackie, who has such big tattletale energy which I'm I hate on reality shows I've realized that about myself who's probably having a reasonable reaction to all this shit although I do kind of agree that like if I knew Mike wasn't cheating on me I probably wouldn't be in tears about it on television um Mm. and also by side note Jackie tweeted something that was like you know, ruining a family is not entertainment. And I was like, what show do you think you're on, honey? Yeah, like, that's
0: <laughs> not the, that's not right.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like tattletale energy, trying to come at things from like a sensitive, understanding, emotionally intelligent place. Like you're on the wrong show. Like go yeah, do something yeah, else yeah, with yeah, your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Joe Gorga calls out, like, I think Teresa's just like having Uh, grudge against Jackie because Jackie did the same shit to her like when she was going through all this stuff with Joe Judice being deported and wants to act like oh I'm so much smarter than you and so it's like not as big of a deal um and so Teresa comes in here like okay I'm ready to start the season off with a bang I know how this goes and Jackie just fucks herself by completely crossing a line with the kids like you know you don't go for the kids like every husbands are fair game your personal relationships are fair game saying that gia does coke in the bathroom at college is like completely over the line and gives Teresa like so much ammunition to do whatever the fuck she wants to her for the rest of the season like jackie could have come out of this looking like spotless and been like Teresa, this is getting old like let's Let's graduate past this. And Teresa might have looked like old and tired and like repetitive. But instead, we have this wonderful <laughs> fight that I'm going to be on Teresa's
0: side for for the rest of the season. But 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 OK, here's here's what I'll say. Everything too that that Jackie was saying about Teresa during everything last season felt like it came from this like that she was commenting on photos that she saw with Teresa and this younger person and she like did it in a scene where she went to a dinner with two of the other ladies and was like, did you guys see these pictures? Let's talk about it. Teresa elbows her way into this party and just like is walking up to people like not even paying attention to her. And she was like, so what is this about him hooking up with guys at the gym? Is that, I don't know, did you did you say that or did I say it? Like she just like runs in, <laughs> makes something up. And then Jackie's point in the fight is like, I just need you to admit that it's made up. I just need you to admit that it's made up. And Teresa's like, well, what does it, if you know it's made up, then you don't need to say anything. Then it's meaningless, right? Then it's meaningless. And then Jackie says, okay, then if made up things are meaningless, your daughter does coke in the bathroom. And Teresa explodes. And I hear you, I know that that's the wrong move in the play of real housewife fucking athletics, but it was the right move to make in the debate because Teresa was like, if you're so smart, if you're a lawyer and you know it's meaningless, then I have nothing to say to you. And Jackie's like, fine. Then if me then if it's if we're both going to admit that things pulled out of thin air, don't mean anything to hurt my family. I will pull this out of thin air. So she wasn't saying that Gia did coke in the bathroom. I my God. Taylor. (laughs) Here's the thing. Here's the unspoken thing. Both of these things are obviously
1: true. Like, come on. She's not making up that there's cheating rumors, and she's not making up that Gia's probably doing coke at college. Like, that's why everyone's upset. But I would say I think that – Jackie would have had a much stronger like argument and could have gotten like Melissa Gorga on her side and been like, tree, you have to stop acting like this. You have to stop (laughs) going after people like this, which would have been a very boring season. And so now I'm so pleased that Teresa is just like, she's just like a mastermind. Like in the interview, she was like, she, everyone thinks she's a fucking idiot And she's so good at compartmentalizing shit that it allows her to act however the fuck she wants and never have any shame. Like, that's Mm -hmm. the best kind of housewife. And, like, in the interview, she said this multiple times on the show, and she said it again this season. You don't call the shots. She knows it's her show. Like, I've yet to (laughs) see anyone come at her and survive. Except for maybe yeah. Melissa Gorga. And the only reason that that is, is because they're family and it's good for the show to have that yeah, conflict. Yeah. you know, I so- will say,
0: to your point, the best move that she did was once she got there and sat on the couch, she was waiting to catch her. Like, she was waiting for that slip-up. And Jackie just did, like, the biggest slip-up that you could do. So she was gifted that complete fumble on Jackie's part by mentioning the kids. I will give you that. And that... Is not, was not a surprise to her, which is proof that she is a mastermind. I also want to
1: say that she is, I have learned so much from her about arguing (laughs) with people. And it's so beautiful to me that it's like, really the best way to get to somebody as far as name calling is concerned is just to repeat the name over and over and over again so that they can't say anything. And so her just being like, cunt, 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 cunt. I'm like, oh, that's effective. Like, that's really effective.
0: You know? (laughs) And you wonder why I'm scared to tell you I have a different <laughs> opinion about this debate, Alyssa?
1: look, you're taking the reasonable
0: person's side. I'm the crazy person. i <laughs> so. I loved watching it. Let's be clear. I just was so I was when it when it, when the whole thing first started, i and I don't I guess I was also looking at it through the lens of that she did completely make up the cheating rumors out of thin air. But if there's if we think that I there mean, is some substance to, what's this boring face fucking people at the gym? Uh, I don't think she would be w- sobbing
1: gross. saying, please take it back. If like, I could see her getting angry and being like, okay, I'm done. If you're not, if you're going to do this, like don't fucking talk to me or whatever. Like that would be understandable. But the fact that she was sobbing, like we've worked so hard to build up. Our, it's like, what are you, why are you crying? If he's not fucking somebody, mm. it, it just mm. doesn't make sense to me. <laughs>
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: <laughs> I will also say that I love that everyone's response to Teresa is like, I heard, like, it's a small town. Like, I heard that he goes to the gym and blah, blah, blah. Also, I was like, is she insinuating that he's hooking up with guys at the gym? Like, yeah, I a whole other tell. thing. Yeah. Uh, which is like, I don't know about that. That's the one thing about Teresa is like, she has like problematic politics. And so I just try to, you know, not talk about that <laughs> very much. Yeah. But yeah. um, what was I going to say? She... Were you gonna um, say it was about
0: the people being like, I don't know, I'm not from that area. Yeah,
1: exactly. I'm like, <laughs> is that how we determine if people are cheating or not? Like if you're from the specific
0: township that they live in. Yeah. I really think it was. I think it I I loved that because first of all, I love that just it just felt like such a regionalism to be like, No, I'm not even I'm not from that area, you know, I'm from a different area. So I couldn't speak on that. I'm from a different area. But also that the idea that it supports the the the, the thought that the, there is so much, like, town gossip yeah. <laughs> even outside of the show. Like, that there really is a community of people that do talk about each other and do know each other. And it's and I think that that's the way that it fucking works, especially in Jersey. That you do have these, like, big families who know each other. They hang out. They do go to the same gyms. They do go to the same restaurants. And, you, and there's, like, rumors. So it was so funny to be like... Well, I don't know. I'm not from this area, so I don't even go to that gym. I don't know people who go to that gym, so I can't, like, confirm or deny. Who like,
1: knows who's <laughs> sucking whose
0: dick at that gym? I don't know. Not for me to say. Like, That's the know. logic. I don't go to that gym. I'm not in that area, but you're in that area, so what do you think? <laughs> and it's so good and juicy. Also, how uncomfortable of a response to was Jennifer's husband when Jennifer was like, Oh, my God. So, Teresa came in and was saying that Jackie's husband is cheating on her at the gym. And his response was... Well, he is a good looking guy with a good job. I was like, wh- wh- what is does okay, that wait. mean? So he is a good looking guy <laughs> means like he he's just like wants to be, I don't know, out on the town. while he's a good looking guy. But like that he's a good looking guy with a good job was like, so do you think people are like banging down his door? Like, what are you implying about like, is he the vi- everything about it was such a strange response and even jennifer was like okay but then also i just like moved on from it but that uh, to me also like implies that like if he was better
1: looking he would be cheating on jennifer which is like so similar yes! I, know I've, I think i've said this off mic to you before but like i had an ex-boyfriend who once said to me he was like i you know i was he was getting a little bit uh overactive on instagram with like models and things like that and i he basically his defense was like well they're models they would never date me and i'm like so, if they would date you, would you like, not be dating me? Like, that's
0: not oh, what I want to hear. And it seems like a very God. similar
1: situation,
0: <laughs> oh, that's uh, no, it's exactly what it is. Yeah. like, well, he's a good looking guy with a good job. So he can do that. I'm not I can't do that. I couldn't. But Jackie's husband could like, so what strange a strange, fucking thing to say.
1: I'm very Ugh. excited for this season. I think there seems to be a lot of promise. I love to see the like Gorgas having, you know, marital issues because I feel like they've always just kind of been like, putting on a brave face for the show with their problems in their relationship and maybe it's
0: finally coming to
1: a head like it seems really great Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. no i'm so happy to i'm so happy to have this cast back i was just like my face hurt from smiling while watching this episode it's just so wonderful um i would love to talk about salt lake city for a brief moment all right it's mary should we
1: do mary Mary first mary
0: how could we not, Mary? <laughs> Mary really is just such a roller coaster ride of a of a person, and really has not let us down since we were told that a woman who married her step grandfather was going to be on this show. It was it was hard to keep count of how many really bizarre questions uh, Andy was throwing her way that she just completely bungled, if you will. What did what what were your impressions of Mary's time on this part? Well, first two of all, every finale? time
1: I look at her dress, I see like a different element. I see this time I saw a zipper on the sleeve. Before I was Ooh. I was like, oh, it's sequins. Then I was like, Oh, there's fur. Oh, there's, there's fur. Collar <laughs> and cuffs. Now there's a zipper. Like very crazy. I also think, I will say controversial, but I do think she's pulling off this like golden purple eyeshadow that she's wearing. It's like a two-tone eyeshadow and it looks like very beautiful, whereas I would
0: look like a clown if I was wearing that.
1: Um, yeah, she, she
0: does she does pull it off I agree with you and maybe that uh, is a hot take because it seems I, objectively ugly but she oh, looks good yeah. at it.
1: <laughs> a million percent I feel like she she would say things that were like so politically incorrect and then she would sort of like smooth it out by saying what she should have said initially and I just like don't even know how to talk about it but all I can say is that I think that she says exactly what she feels first and then realizes the reaction is bad and then says the right thing after that,
0: you know? Which is kind of the cocktail for a great housewife because yeah. it is the definition of being unfiltered. It's it's scary. It gets really nerve-wracking when what you're saying is like problematic and wrong. <laughs> but if it's in some cases just you being a housewife reacting to the things around you, then it could be great. Uh, it was really fascinating to watch... Andy react to what she was saying that was in a tone that implied he was not down with what she was saying, but also wanted to create an environment that kept her talking. Uh It was very he's so skilled at being at that part of his job, Uh, although he did not hide any disdain for the fact that her like great aunt cleans her house. He like could not handle that. He was like, okay.
1: I think it's so fucking weird like, the way that she presented this story about how she ended up marrying her grandpa. Like, yeah. there's nothing yeah. in writing. And the ch- the story seems to keep changing. And she said, mm-hmm. we prayed for two years. And it just leads me to believe, like, was this even something that was, like, communicated to you? Or did you just, like, want to fuck your stre- step-grandpa or whatever he is? Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. you guys just, like, needed an excuse to do it and you just wanted the empire and that was like the best way to cut everyone else out
0: like I have no idea what to make of that <laughs> no there's more to it I don't know what's going on it's scary because <laughs> there's every option is bad Really bad. <laughs> um, and some some make her more of an active, you know, part in it than others. And then those the ones that don't are really, like, sad and scary and make her a, a victim. And it's just – the whole thing is so uh, sticky and uncomfortable. And I – the monster inside of me needs to know everything. But this – These answers didn't really clarify much other than proving that there was, in fact, no will from said dead grandmother that she had to marry Mary, that he had to marry Mary. So that just opened a whole, as you're saying, can of worms. Very curious. It's fascinating to watch this topic, of course, of course be held like such a different esteem than any other topic on the reunion or the show in general. Like the other women are fucking quiet when this topic (laughs) comes up because they want to know the answers too. And there is no like, yeah, no, I feel that way or like this or that. Like uh, there's no chiming in on this issue. I bet like the crew wasn't breathing when this came up. Like I, and then to so comfortably talk about the church that you run being compared to a cult is weird well That's i think she's strange. benefiting
1: from people like thinking that mormons are like a cult or thinking that mormons are like an outcast and so all these women who've been through the mormon church are like oh we totally get it and it's like no this is a different category <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's not just like oh people think mormonism is different because of poly- polygamy it's like she is draining people of all their money it appears like that is a cult yeah.
0: Um, yeah, it's it's know. certainly very sus. Uh, and to I, be like, well, no, we have several, we have several streams of income. I was like, girl, you got one stream where? of income, and it's your <laughs> church. <laughs> yeah
1: I'm like, uh you maybe inherited money that your grandmother made from your church, but that's yeah. still from your church. so she I don't know gave like you a
0: system in place to steal money from these people and at one point, she was just like, well, we had you know we had restaurants, we had restaurants we had um more mor- mortgage mortgage business um we had and just starts like listing off nouns, and she's like, all of these things are no longer there but they were you know like just like not finishing sentences and andy's like okay like, it's, so it's great i kind of hope she comes back and just gets like blown up
1: season 2 but um i don't know i i would i wouldn't be surprised if she didn't return
0: i wouldn't be surprised if she didn't return too because of so many reasons and one of them being that the women didn't shoot with her a lot this season and like the women yeah. didn't want to be with her so if she's like she was already sort of elbowed into this season in a weird way, shoehorned in and like it didn't feel right. So I hope that she does get a bigger spotlight cuz I think she's great TV, but I don't know. Uh, I loved
1: Heather th- being like, "I want my girls to be wild. I want them to have yes. multiple partners." And I was like, "Multiple? You mean like yes. oh, like a normal like sex life?" <laughs>
0: like, yes. that's I would that's, consider that wild. <laughs> Exactly, it. That was the. I was like, she's. This is a semantics issue because the other women are, like, especially Mary. Her, her like eyes were bulging when she was like, "I want them to have multiple partners." That makes it sound so. You're just saying you want them to have a non-like confined and stressful and limited stress uh, sex life that was forced upon you. But it did. I loved. It was so extreme and so great and beautiful. I thought it was. Cool I loved to the see her whole spotlight that. Yeah. that she got. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I think it's it's funny to i I really like that there's everything about her role on the show this season is a lot of what we talk about on the pod about like seeing women who have are living their regular fucking life but we don't get to see often in the scripted world and it it makes everything feel a lot more relatable and she has now this whole group she's talking about all of these like marginalized mormons who have reached out to her or women who are post-divorce who are like finding their whole second act and she's like i i really felt like before this i was just like kind of alone and i would qualify myself as a hot mess and was just trying to get my shit together and now i'm like feeling very empowered and like there's a big community of people who are on the same path as me and it's great and uh the fact that Rihanna DM'd her really confirms everything that we've said about her on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Rihanna thinks she's cool. We thought she was cool first. <laughs> uh, but I loved all of that. And I do. I want her girls to smash. I want her girls to have a great, healthy sex life.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh, um, speaking of sex, what Summer are speaking of? <laughs> Oh, OK, great. Perfect. Perfect. I just wanted to ask you if Lisa Barlow like, didn't get spray tanned on her back. Because when she stood up, she was like very
0: white. Did you notice that? Oh my that? gosh! Yes, yeah, I—I I mean, we—I like I said, I'm very naive to all spray tan. Okay, or fake okay, tan, not our expertise. All right, not our expertise. Our DNA is intact, but I don't know what's going on with that. And yeah. and it's—it's it's noticeable because everything else is so put together in that look. So you're like, girl, Aww. yeah, you're like, <laughs> you didn't what happened? Tell here? You that. Um okay so segueing
1: from one tan to another Luke's tan unacceptable he has like a full jeans tan like his yeah, fucking top half of his body is a completely different color from his like
0: ass crack to his toes like it's blech, so crazy blech, blech. Blech. yucky bad very gross, bad yucky bad no matter how many weird, trendy hipster hats you put on, you can't fix that tan and your attitude, Luke. <laughs> so,
1: okay, I I want to just, like, run you through some context because I know you didn't really see this, you know, relationship last season um, that, they, that I don't feel that they really spotlighted in the show, which is kind of interesting. Normally they would have, like, a, you know, when they're talking about something, they would cut back to that exact incident and you would see, like, what the truth really was. And Mm -hmm. they left out when Luke was talking to the guys and Hannah was talking to the girls. And Luke insists that they're friends, which I feel like, you know, Hannah saying you don't ejaculate in someone's mouth twice if they're your sister is a pretty strong evidence to the contrary, like mixed messages at the very least. Um, Mm -hmm. There was also a time where Hannah was like, I just like this is too complicated for me. I think we should just be friends. And then Luke pulled her aside on the tennis court and was like, I'm totally smitten with you. And they started making out. And then he... There's a scene where they take her, where he takes her back to her room and you hear moaning and it's like implied. And she says that he went down on her. So what? I don't know why this is not being packaged in a normal Bravo show way where we're like recounting all these things. I mean, maybe then they're friends with benefits, but the benefits matter. You know, it's not yeah. like
0: they were just talking all the time. No. And yeah it is it's very strange to see it in the context of the house be like kind of something that's up for debate like a lot of the guys and the fucking girl i hate Lindsay, were kind of like (laughs) pro luke in the situation i'm like that i don't it seems pretty black and white to me especially after everything you just said and at some point even if you feel like if you felt like The Hannah in that situation in your group of friends was being a drama queen. You would still have to say to the Luke in your group of friends, but you have to be held accountable for your actions. She's reacting to things that you did and said. Yeah, you could say she's overreacting. You could say you're annoyed with how she but she you have played a huge part in what's going on right now. So to act as though she is making things up or reacting to things that weren't there or misunderstood something is is incorrect it is stupid and <laughs> illogical and and it could be fucking sexist if you're not willing to understand where she, like the facts of the situation if you're just like she's being annoying about this like you're like, mm, is she For the
1: most part, women aren't just, like, insane, but men would love to just play it that way. You know, like, like, it's kind of being portrayed as, like, I'm so glad I didn't fuck her. It's like, well, you did go down on her. So, like, how much difference is that, really? (laughs) Like, I, you know, and and some people would rather think, like, some people would say that having, you know, someone ejaculate in their mouth is like more intimate than having sex. Like, I don't know, it's different preferences,
0: but it's all the it's same category. It's Still sex. And yeah. if you're doing and if you are oh I'm so glad I didn't have sex with her, that means that you're admitting to withholding that level of intimacy because you have an awareness of how complicated the situation is and the power that you have over her. Like you are admitting to playing chess from day one. If you're saying that you strategize to like purposely not have sex with her so you could always hold it over her head. And when this moment came like there's something about like it's it just seems like he just is admitting to trying to play the field and trying to keep her on a hook. And then all the while is like, but she I just don't get why she doesn't get it, you know, and the guys are like, yeah, and you keep saying like like, like, you you love her and you talk to her and you have a deep
1: connection with her. Like, I don't talk to my guy friends like that. I don't (laughs) you know.
0: No, um, it's it's yeah. really it's sad. I was disappointed to see that the house was split because up until then it had felt like yeah we're all mad at we're all mad at Luke right, um, and I don't know if you're Sierra how you're supposed to handle this i think so far she's doing an okay job but it still seems like she's like i don't know the jury is out on luke and i'm like is it he's screaming at hannah in front of you it's so unattractive well, the, i think it's just the most yeah. base level right like that's just a turnoff
1: i think no? after he saw she saw him scream like we haven't got, given her like a lot of time to like change her actions yet because that was at the end of the episode so we'll see i i felt like she played it pretty well so far I do think that um the girls talking to each other and comparing notes and not taking it out on each other is like a really cool nice thing to see and I think they're both doing a good job of that you know
0: yes yeah her her Sierra still like following Hannah when she runs away crying and like going to the room and talk like their open communication is really, really fierce because that's not always the case, especially with two girls who don't have a foundation of a friendship in the first place. Yeah, like, it's hard. These don't know each other. So that's that's hard because it could very easily. She could have very easily. And I might have even done this because I'm emotionally yeah, unavailable. Like too. stayed at the table when when Hannah runs to the room with the other girls and starts crying. I might have been like, oh, I don't belong in there. I'm just going to hang out here. This is like so awkward for me. Uh, but also or if I was felt Sierra, like, I would be so consumed with how hot I was. I would just be like just looking at myself in the mirror every
1: day. Yeah, well, I was going to say like, you know, Hannah and Sierra, I haven't really seen them do the like, well, I'm hotter than her like situation yet. You know, like they're not they don't feel like they're in competition with each other. They feel like they need to resolve their issues with Luke directly. So I think that's really mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't think I would be able to do that. I'd be like, oh, fuck this girl. I'm so much funnier than her. And that's what guys care about, right? No, that's not what they care about. OK. Um, but yeah, I think she's doing a good job so far. I'm excited. It seems like they are, you know, kind of teeing up a Carl versus Luke fight, which would be very fun.
0: And Carl, I'm having an interesting time watching because in our podcast where you guys taught me about the show, we just like ripped Carl to shreds. And now where there's this like new Carl and everybody in the house is like, he's doing so great. He's like sober-ish and he's now the house dad. And I'm like fine with him. I'm, I'm like, I don't have no reason to really hate Carl right now. I don't know jack shit about him. But I wanted to ask you how you feel about the Carl's growth journey.
1: There's an underlying tone of everyone might still want to fuck Carl, you know? Like I love Paige. Mm. Uh, I think she might, Given the opportunity, end up fucking Carl again at some point. You know, same with Lindsay. Ugh, Lindsay call- calling Carl Carlito. I'm like, please stop. I fucking hate the type of girl you are. Um, <laughs> and uh, I would say, like, Carl, you know, being new and improved sort of feels like Jack's being new and improved to me. Like, the bar is very low, and we'll see. Uh, um, yeah. But I do feel for him. He has gone through a lot of personal stuff, and I hope that... I hope that he's growing. I uh, my history with these shows would tell me that he's not. And that's more fun. So either way, I'm good. Yes, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I also I I, and I would never want to put down anybody's uh, journey of being sober or clean or anything. But I feel like there was a little bit of like, well, I'm not drinking now and like alcohol was my therapist. So now I am healed because I'm not drinking. And he's not even 100% sober. He's just like drinking less. And so I was worried for him in that little talking head about being like, I don't know, man, don't get too comfortable, though. Like, I would hope that your journey to being happier and healthier and maybe better to the people and women around you would be would be like starting with having a healthier relationship with alcohol and not ending there. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, I also still just can't handle this this Lindsay fighting with her boyfriend thing, but I will say... <laughs> I think that they show that piece of paper where she wrote down her timeline and it's it's I don't like making fun of her for it because I think a lot of us feel that way where we have a mental piece of paper, if not a real one, with our timeline of when we would want to get married and have kids or do whatever and get get a house and do all these things. And so I don't want to make fun of her for it, but it's hard not to when she's clearly like trying to ram this guy into her life (laughs) in a way that i'm like honey you're waste you're not managing your time well you seem like you're very type a this guy is so clearly not the one like i like he's just not your he's not your dude he's not your dude go fucking find another one because you are TikTok wasting time on your precious little timeline Give this guy a break. Let him eat a sandwich and go yeah. find someone else who is willing to be tortured by you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I agree. I agree. Um, screaming, when have you ever made me a sandwich is
0: pretty good. Um, it's, I hate that. I hate the tit for tat. Like, I know we talked a little bit about it last week, but like. When you're doing, it's, there's there's just got to be a push and pull and, like, generosity in a, in a relationship. And I also really, I, it's a new pet peeve of mine because I don't know how trendy it's been, the, like, the past couple years. But I feel like in the past two years, people really weaponize what their love language is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think it's gross. I don't like it. I would rather somebody, like, make fun of me being an Aquarius than being like, well, your love language is physical touch, you whore. Like, what? what are you talking about? Yeah. So for her to be like, you, you know that my love language is, is quality time. And what have you done about it? It's like, bitch, he's get
1: off. of. I'm also like, what is his job? Does he like, is he like the literal concierge for a hotel? Like remotely? Like, does he answer like phone calls from guests all night long? (laughs) or
0: I know. I was like, I want to know more about what he's doing. Cause it said he worked in hospitality. And I was like, that's an industry that's been so fucked. I like, I would be very curious to talk to somebody who's like working in that right now and see what, the, what the vibe is but he's like I just need to I need to work and everybody else is working and they can have sandwiches uh just because her job is made up she's a publicist right yeah something
1: that's something a kind like of that. made up
0: job I don't it's really know of, I don't really know what anyone
1: does if I'm being really honest with you <laughs> unless in you're life. in front of or behind a camera I don't really know what your job is. <laughs> Maybe, like, I could understand what, like, a doctor does. That's about it.
0: Sure. But only because I've watched Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, I only because you. that job is on TV as well.
1: So if yeah, you're, like, yeah, business yeah, yeah. something, you know, publicist, marketing, you know, something, something, I don't know. I'm not sure. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, is that everything for this week?
0: You know what? I think that's everything for this very special week. A lot of good stuff. <sighs> A lot of good stuff. So many, so many birthday treats for me, uh, and thank you again for bringing me my my evil whole milk latte and my treats for my dog. Oh my gosh, you're so welcome.